Because we watched it, <laughs> I didn't. I so, didn't think Sue was gonna knock him out. Neither did I. Didn't he fucking knock him out? But he fucked him up. Oh, I can't believe like when he was knocking him out as well. Um, that Harrison had legs in those last two punches. It's yeah. like his brain wouldn't tell his body to drop. Yeah, did you see that when he was like, his eyes were rolling over the top rope. Copped about 20 unanswered punches, didn't he? And the ref's like just watching him. And I'm like, man, this guy's getting killed. Yeah. Anyways. Well, I, I saw the highlights and I only really saw... Um, You've just seen that knockout. Yeah. I, d- I didn't really see Harrison land much at all in the highlights. I don't know if they were, were biased highlights, but I just saw he didn't, Harrison... He didn't land many big shots. He just landed no. a heap of jabs. Heaps, heap of clean jabs. I was jabbing the hell out the first couple of rounds. And when Tim Zhu hit him... First round was very just like sussing each other out. Then after that, when Tim Zhu was just walking him down uh, after that, like round two onwards, and then every time Tim Zhu threw, he'd throw like a minimum of two, sometimes up to three or four punches. Sometimes. He's got a weird style, doesn't he? Though yeah, he just he just he just walks down the whole time. He walks straight, doesn't doesn't he cuts move the ring much, off doesn't doesn't nah. even like bob and weave very much. No, nah, doesn't duck and weave. Nothing. He was copping. He was just like copping those jabs. But I think he had two with Harrison as well. Maybe yeah, to get in. Yeah, to cop one or two punches, then throw a combo. And how much more sting did his punches? So have? much more. Oh, Harrison just looked a bit wobbly on his feet. The whole not wobbly, but like he just looked unsteady. Not as compact as Timmy. He no. just always felt like he could go down after a few rounds. He looked like a fair bit smaller. Like even though he's taller, he looks like he lanky or something. Yeah, didn't he? yeah. yeah. Yeah, Zoo had bricks in his hands, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I thought he looked like he was... Zoo looked like he was quicker in the highlights yeah, when he'd throw, like, combinations. And so much stronger. Yeah, Harrison was quick, Minga. His, his jabs were lightning. Yeah. Yeah. He was real sharp. And he was trying to keep Zoo off him with the, that jab, which can usually work, but Zoo just cut the cut the ring off and hunted him. What did you think of the ending, Corbs, like the speech and stuff? Oh... I actually thought the speech was punishing, but um, he did you see the speech, Minga? Uh, no, I didn't. Leads us straight into wanker of the week, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened? Well, oh, well, Minga, I don't think Tim Zulak like, talks much in interviews. He's just you kind of see why when I like Timmy, I like him. He's because he's Aussie. Yeah, but fuck, like. If he wasn't, I think there's things to like about him. He doesn't talk much shit about other people. He's humble. He's he's confident. Yeah. But he doesn't like he doesn't shit talk, which is good. But fuck, he doesn't have much personality or charisma or. Yeah, I don't think he would have ever said anything funny. I doubt he would have ever made someone laugh. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the zoo household have never laughed? Maybe I listened to the pod. Maybe not. Yeah, the, Howie Gaines did a podcast with him. Mingo. Apparently, his dad was getting him up at five sixteen a.m. to train when he was in primary school. So he's. I think he's had a very strict upbringing. Well, they are Russian, right? Yeah, I think that's like what Russians are like, isn't it? But that Nikita, the young, the younger one, he seems a bit odd too. Yeah, they're yeah. a little bit odd. 
Yeah, Nikita. I I don't think um well he's they're just both not very charismatic. Yeah. As he said, the Russian bit of Russian fair bit yeah. of Russian. Which is fine. But I mean I guess he kinda you get used to like a lot of those uh combat sport athletes being able to talk the talk and you kinda wanna you want it every time. A li- but I, I guess you want him like a little bit like Volk's not like a charisma machine, but he's like He's pretty enjoyable to listen to. He speaks truth. Oh, Volk's got something good about him. He's yeah. got something good about it. Yeah. Do you think when you just see when you see like a zoo and they just don't offer a whole lot when it comes to that side of things, you're just a bit like oh. Volk's pretty articulate, I reckon. He can speak and get in detail with things. Whereas Timmy's I just love that like Greek Aussie thing about Yeah, it's, it's like, sick. He's like, mate, speaking truth. Here, mate. <laughs> yeah. like, but Volkanovsky sounds more Baltic, doesn't it? Yeah, is he is he is he Greek? Nah, that wouldn't th- be Greek. I, th- I thought he had Greek in him. Yeah, he, he would. Volkanovsky. Check. Yeah, I will. Yeah. But do- no way. That sounds more like fucking Croatia. So, so did you hear what, did you hear what Timmy know. was saying after the fight, Mingo? Oh. Mind you, I was so pumped. I was jumping around, sweating, all that. Felt like I fought. But he, he, the only thing he was coming up with was he was like... Like, what do you want to say? Yeah, what have you got to say? He's like... What's my fucking name? Motherfucking What's my motherfucking name? Say my fucking name. <laughs> and that does lead us into the wank of the week. Oh, <laughs> Tim Zoo. It's Tim <laughs> Zoo's <laughs> missus. Oh, three points. She, it, it was. So, and no one was meant to answer that, but she did answer that and, question. And I didn't know if it was, now this is no disrespect to her. I, I didn't know if it was like his mother or his partner, right? Yeah. At oh, the she's, start. She's she was all over him, but I still thought, could still be a relative. Yeah. What did she look like? She's she's fit. Was she? Yeah, she's fit. Yeah, but she was like the punishing overtook the fitness. She wasn't that fit. Yeah, yeah, I know, but she wasn't. She wasn't. Like she, she wasn't. She wasn't ugly. Really. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, the pun. You just saw the sign "punish" on her head. So, so Minga neon lights. Timmy, Timmy's thing was say my fucking name. What's my fucking name? Motherfucking. He said oh, it a right. few times. Yeah. And <laughs> what's my motherfucking name? He said it. And, and no it, one was meant to say that. It was a bite. Like, <laughs> and she piped in. And she's really? Like, she's like half on the microphone. She's like, Tim fucking. Yeah. <laughs> and you see like a fair few eye glances everywhere around like Tim oh. Zoo's camp. Like, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit. She was hanging off him. And she kept saying, I love you. She said, I love you. And Into then, the microphone. No, no, to him. She said, I love you. Then you see her like closing her eyes. Then she'd open her eyes and like look for the cameras. Like, I'm like, fucking hell. Inga, you, you don't understand how bad it was. It ruined the moment for me. Did it ruin the moment for you, Corbs? It just, it ruined the after hype bit. Because like when they, were, when they did the big zoo, actually, you know what? This brings me to the opening of it as well. <laughs> Minga, you've got to watch it. Because yeah, post fight, you're talking, you're talking about this post fight interview. No, the pre fight walkout. Harrison walked out to like his song, and I was like, "This is fucking bit weird." What for was sure. it? What was Harrison? Was it Return one? of the Mac? It was something like pretty sick, actually. And he walked out, and he had all this charisma, and I was like, "Yeah, he looked like a superstar." I was like, "This is sick for Australian yeah. boxing." Like he walked out, and it felt like an American set up fight, like as in a fight in Vegas or something because of how well he walked out. I saw like, the walkouts. It looked a bit like uh, WWE, didn't it? Zeus, oh. then, then, then Zeus came on. Timmy's Zeus, was fucked. Zeus was two to three songs long. And one of them, he just <laughs> Two to out. three songs, Mate, man. So he walked out through the first song and he just stood on this stage and everyone's like, yeah. And then he stood there for ages. 
And it had and Zoo like, with the fire. And then all of a sudden, yeah, this, and yeah. all of a sudden, Zoo got lit up in flames. I'm yeah. like, oh fuck! And then, and then he danced. And then he started going like, oh my <laughs> god, dude! That's that's no limit boxing putting those that walkout stuff in but in the, place though, but isn't the it? First walkout was sick. Harrison's I'm like, this is sick. Like, and he, he was like. Stopping yeah. every now and then and doing a little dance. I'm like, this is actually pretty sick. Like, Tim Zoo's looked so WWE. Oh, man. Oh, the, the <laughs> stage was... thing. Do you reckon they put him on that stage or do you reckon he. he would he choose that? No. No. Oh. They, 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 they would have said to him, we're doing this sort of thing. And he'd be like, okay. How much input? What yeah, do you mean? Do. Tim Zoo was like, I want flames. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, done. You reckon he didn't choreograph those dance moves himself? Like, oh. dance moves were all him. Yeah, that's that's um. He might have he might have, he might have came to them and said, "Look, I got a vision, and and, <laughs> and I want unnatural. I want flames. I want to rise up from the um, he didn't bottom rise. of the stage. Did he rise? Uh, I don't know. I just like walked onto the. I stage. thought he rose Man, up he for some the... reason. I thought he rose up from beneath <laughs> the stage, <laughs> that cool? and he's going like. Dun, 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 dun. Man, he walked out on this. He stood on this stage, con for like what felt like a minute or two, and I was like, "Oh, it's getting fucking bit awkward." And then. The flames got lit up zoo and then they like started another song and you're like, All right, he's gonna walk down now, but no, nah, he stood there like gone like shimmying. Really? For like for like a minute. And I'm like, oh, in the behind fuck. the flames. And then the chorus came on, he's like, Oh now I'll walk down. No, no, the what flames. Was the yeah, song? He was flames waiting for the drop. Him. He was waiting for the and drop. And the drop came and he's like, Right, now I'll walk down. I'm like, This is the second song now. And then like <laughs> then he walked down, took his Was it a like, bit of a medley? It was just it was it was kind of fucked. It's <laughs> fucked. But lucky he fought well. <laughs> Everything was shit except for the fight. I don't know if Tim Zoo comes to No Limit Boxing and says, "Oh, I have a vision. I, I had a vision, boys, and I want this walkout to be exactly like this." He might. I don't know. But I don't know but I feel like it might be a bit of like the promotions doing myself. Could be the wife at work Cause, there. Because maybe could be that wag, the wife and girlfriend or girlfriend. You think Tim Zoo would? Most fighters would be too focused on the camp to choreograph their own like walkout. Oh. You know and. Or a real, a real good one. Remember Tyson Fury? He got carried out on the, on the chalice and he had his little crown on. Yeah, yeah. Remember that he was, was like, good. He was on a chalice and like, all I kept thinking was, fuck, there'd be some strong blokes carrying him out. Like, yeah. seven, <laughs> seven foot, 130 something kilos. No, that one's so and he's good. like walking out going with like a robe. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I thought that was pretty sick. Is but, boxing doing that now? Or is it, do they just occasionally do it? Because it's all the walkouts in the UFC, unless you're like Israel Adesanya and you do a real. What well, tell you what? He's lucky he didn't do that fucking walkout he did against Robert Whitaker in Australia oh. recently. Because that, if that'd be a wanker of the week, I oh, reckon. Yeah. With the like Corey, like the break dancing with his break dance crew and stuff like that. Oh, but at least God. you could kind of break dance. Whereas Timmy, Timmy Shimmy. Tim Shim. Yeah. I think it's worse. I, I, I reckon <laughs> if I think it's worse if you if you choreograph a break dancing. No, I don't think I, I disagree. And I Anime think break dance. <laughs> I think if Timmy lost the fight, oh. he might have been up for it. And and yeah, it was lose lose for that. Oh fight. yeah. He's putting a lot of pressure on himself. Yeah, he could have been nominated. And lucky he fought really well. Real well. Got the job done, so but it goes to someone else in his household anyway. So I've started just they um, still might get a trophy. I've started just spelling um his name when I need to say it to, to text it to people as just Z O O because I well, I can't fucking I've no idea. I, Twenty times I wouldn't get the spelling right on it. Is it T S Y Z U Y Z U Yeah Y Z U. 
I've only just mastered it this week. What is it? T-S-Y-Z-U. Yeah. I'm just going to stick with zoo. Tissue. 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 But so he's... So Charlo calls him something funny. Does he? Yeah. Can't remember what it is. I think that's why Timmy was saying, what's my fucking name? Because Charlo was saying, I'll fight that that Tim 2 or something. He was calling him like Tim 2. Okay. Yeah, he calls him Tim 2. Does he? Yeah. I heard him say that. Yeah, and I reckon that's why Timmy might have been going for the old, what's my fucking name? Okay. There we go. Yeah. Um, so it is impressive that he finished the guy that beat Charlo, even if the guy wasn't even said possibly that. 100% He's prepared like, I for just it. beat the man. Who beat the man? <laughs> what does that fucking make me? Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, um. at least Mrs. had an answer. That makes you Tim fucking sick. Yeah, it was fucked. All right, so wanker of the week this week is Tim Zoo's misses. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. That's an absolute yeah. lock. And I'm three points. To I Tim can't Zoo's believe misses. we've only just remembered her. <laughs> yeah. I've been racking my brain all week. Any honourable honourable mentions? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you go, Corbs. You go on. Yeah. Um, I do actually. Um, Penrith versus South Sydney. Remember that last try that was just that was tackled out by Dylan Edwards. Taruva. Yeah. Yeah. Dylan Edwards tackled him and then. Yeah. No, Taruva was on Penrith. Oh, so um, Penrith winger. Yeah, but um, yeah, but Dylan Edwards was the one who did the cover tackle and they slid him out. Yeah. And then they stood up. It was the 80th minute. It's gone. Mm. And um, they stood up and um, Dylan Edwards gotten um gotten his face and. Started like screaming, laughing. I've never seen him do that, and I was like, "Yeah, it's oh, real fucking wankerish." That. Yeah, no. Him and Taruva were, were were carrying on. I was actually same with Tass. I was getting against Tass all. Yeah, night. I was getting wanker of the week vibes off that too yeah. when I was watching that. I was like, "That's." A, I've never seen him do that. Did Luai do anything wankery? Oh, probably, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah did, see, he do, we, did he exist? Yeah, he, he, well, did, he did something real wankery. He, his his ponytail was off to the side a bit, and it looked like he'd done it on purpose. And he possibly might have. And it, look, we could get we could give wanker of the wanks to that wanker of the weeks to that Penrith outfit every single week if we wanted to. But we've got to we've got to be careful. I reckon. We've got to share the wanker love. Yeah. Well, my honourable mention is Cut Kane because Kane I just, Cucks. Cut, oh, Cucky. Cucky's going to get in there, Minga. Mm. Corbs, regardless. Cuck is a big chance to take it out. The footy season hasn't even started. Oh, has no. he even said anything or have you just eyed him no, off? He has spoke. Oh, I'm eyeing him off, but he has he's spoken. Yeah. Watching him closely. Yeah, he's <laughs> in the crosshairs. I can't. He said Minga, he just, he just has to make... <laughs> he just has to make statements, you know? Yeah, and if Sportsbet had a market himself. for wanker of the year, oh, he'd, geez, be, he'd be short. He'd be paying, I reckon... Dollar twenty eight, dollar twelve, dollar twelve. He'd be real short. <laughs> Luai closely behind. Oh, fuck, he'd be almost even. He just has to idiot. say. He just has <laughs> to speak. <laughs> just says shit. <laughs> has, has he said anything? Yeah, he said that Horn Francis is North's Jeremy like, Horn Francis, North's most talented player since Wayne Carey, or something like that. Obviously, that was going to spark debate. It, regardless, you know, everyone's just going to be like, oh, fuck, man, how can you say it's better than this guy or that guy? It's just like, shut the fuck up for a week, Kano. Yeah, and it hasn't even started. You don't need to talk shit, mate. Mm. That's his MO, And, and, though, and it, it worked, it worked. You're like, Corey McCurney, remember him, Minga? Yeah. He got on Twitter and was like, mate, you fucking serious? Boomer played 423 games since then. How can you say this kid's better than him? Like, it was basically... Boomer like, is definitely North's best. 
Yeah, amen. <laughs> I would say Boomer over Kerry, though, like any day. No, nah, no, nah, since Kerry. Oh, since Kerry. Okay, yeah. No, no fucking way. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Who so, plays like f- over 400 games? Yeah, he's just, he just says shit. Anyway, I just want him to get up, get in the nominations because... Oh, it sounds like he's going to... Yeah, he's, he's, he's a very short prize favourite to be the nomination next week. He's, he's, he'll be nominated. So, um, staying on with the boxing, but quickly, just okay. um, <clears throat> just because a fair bit of stuff's happened in the last couple of days with Fury and Usyk. Um, Fury called out, oh, well, Fury's been, they've been bantering on and off for like the little last little while. <clears throat> but Fury said, oh, you're not worth a 50 50 cut in the purse. Posted this on Instagram saying, I'll fight you on. Have this date wrong? It's like April twenty nine. It's like soon. Yeah, it it's is. I think it's April, April 20, 29 or six yeah, or something, yeah. or something like that. And then they go at Wembley, so home crowd, and it'll be um, you're not worth a fifty fifty. It'll be seventy thirty. Take it or leave it or whatever. And then Usyk came back. I, I don't even want to like try and personally. No, do it, Corb. You do it really no, well. No, didn't he go? Didn't he go? Um, wasn't he talking about the contract? How they'd put in a rematch thing? Yeah. So the that, no, the, the, the first one was the seventy thirty. Can you, can oh, you yeah. speak like him, please? Oh, and then Ulsik came out and Ulsik's like staring at the camera. It's so, I feel like, can I put it do on? Do it, yeah, do it. So can I put it on? Yeah, put it on. No, 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 no. Oh, and then he's like... Oh. Put it, put it, speak it oh, and then put it on. Oh, see if we can tell the difference. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, greedy belly. He's like, I accept your terms. Oh, no, this is wrong. No, that was good. But then he starts going, 70-30 Wembley. He's like, but... Oh, yeah, sorry. Tyson Fury originally said... But every day you're late to sign the contract, it's one percent less. Like, for, so it's just going to keep dropping down. And then he, um, Usyk came out straight away, going, "Okay, greedy belly, I accept your contract, but for you, you must give a million to Ukraine." And oh, what to the country? Yeah, to the country, a million pounds to Ukraine. Plus, every day you do not sign um, is another million to Ukraine or something. And then fucking. Fury then came out a couple of days later being like, oh, all right, well, I've just been to the lawyers. And um, there's and uh, they're talking all rematch clauses and that. Okay, I've got another um, proposition for you. No rematch clause at all, but you fucking pussy, you small pussy and saying all this stuff. And <laughs> so um, no rematch clause. Whoever wins is the undisputed champion, you know, and holds all the belts, which hasn't been happened for a long time anyway. But And then Usyk came straight back out being like... <laughs> I can't even do it now, you know. But he's not like, do it. He's like, you're in it now. Okay, greedy belly. <laughs> Every time he calls him greedy belly, he's like, it's your lawyers who are talking about the rematch clause. <laughs> and then he's like, I accept your terms or whatever. And now everyone's like, well, fuck, mate. Like, he's accepted both your terms. That is shit. And um, now, now Tyson Fury, I just um, watched just before. We started recording. Was like, all right, guys, I'm going off Instagram because I'm going into fight camp. Like, it's all basically agreed upon. So that's fucking that's massive for the boxing news. Oh, Does he yeah. stay off Instagram in fight camp? Yeah, I think he stays off like all social media. Like he just, I think they, they post updates of him training. So he's only going to be he, training for like a month. Yeah, well, yeah, oh, basically. So soon. I don't think he they ever fully go off training. Like he keep his fit, you know, keep stuff up because I do watch him a bit, you know, and he um. There's like updates of him training every now and again, but yeah, they'll go hard out for 
I think a lot of I guys. Guess all of March and all of April, yeah. Like eight, I suppose nearly. I think a lot of guys do fuck all outside of camp. A bit over eight weeks when they've um been training, like you know, for a long time. I think they just like do fuck all until they go into camp. And those heavyweights wouldn't have to like worry much about cutting weight, I guess. So they're just nah. they're just training to, like for the fitness of the thing, and then obviously, yeah, boxing. But yeah, that's huge if that fight happens. That's huge. Yeah, it's yeah. fully undisputed. It's all the belts, every single one, basically. I feel like Tyson Fury is a gift to boxing in many ways, but one of them because he seems to, like, make this stuff happen, whereas, like, you get a lot of the other fighters in their promotions and all that, and you, you know how you just, like, you never got to see Anthony Joshua versus Deontay Wilder, Wild, Wilder and probably never will. Nah, no. Like why the fuck did that never? And happen? he didn't fight. He didn't fight Fury either. I don't, well, I don't think. Josh, yeah, that's right. I don't think Joshua's camp wants any of that. I don't think Joshua's camp a, wants him to fight. Like, what, does it, or, what does it fucking matter anymore? Yeah, if you lose, it doesn't matter if you lose. Just put on the fight. So you because he lost to fucking Andy Ruiz. So what does yeah, it matter Andy if you Ruiz go and you lose to the to the two best guys in the world? Like and, you should just be fighting him at this stage anyway, right? You know, a- Andy Ruiz actually the strong rumor mill is Andy Ruiz and. Deontay Wilder are real close to signing as well, which will be a fucking epic fight because Andrew Ruiz has lost all this weight and he's got the fastest hands for their heavyweight. I'd yeah, rather how see. Good are his hands? Oh. I'd rather see Joshua and Wilder. Now nah, Joshua will get knocked clean out. Yeah, good. But Ruiz <laughs> Ruiz will be a better fight. Like I think Ruiz would clean up Joshua now as well that he's lost that weight. It's a big call, but yeah, I don't know. It's pretty exciting, but um, yeah. Um, well, yeah. Do you want to? Well, do you want to? Should we get into the NRL? Yes. Better. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so another great round. Now we won't go through um, everything with this, but I guess like a few talking points. The Dolphins obviously winning again. Yep. The Broncos. Yeah. Mighty Bronx. And the Dolphins, the Broncos. Yeah, huge. The Broncos are flying, but the Dolphins. Um, have the Broncos ever won many flags, or have they? Yeah, heaps. I think the most. The Broncos are a six very. The most? No, I don't think the most, but they're like one of the most in our successful lifetimes? clubs. The Broncos have only been around since the nineteen, like this nineteen eighty nine. Even eighty eight or eighty nine. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think so, it was yeah. the year I was born. Yeah, so I think it was eighty nine, and they came out and Wayne Bennett was the coach, and he yeah. they won their first game against Manly. So that w- that's why Wayne Bennett coached the Dolphins to their first win this year. It was like a massive deal. He's epic as well. And then their second win. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, which was a fucking epic win in the wet up at Redcliffe. Was it 10 nil down? 12 nil down at halftime? Um, to Canberra? No, I uh, think that, they that scored in the first, but... Um, oh, maybe, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, no, no, they, yeah, they were like 10 or 12. They were 10 or 12 down at one point. Points down, yeah. They've won six premierships. Yeah. The Broncos? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's nearly the most. Which in... Storm won six in is, 10 years, didn't they? But you've got you got teams like the Rabbitohs and the Roosters that have been in the comp for like a that have been around for a hundred years, and then you've got like um, the Broncos who have been around for what hundred years, fucking thirty. I don't the Roosters and shit go back to like the fifties or the thirties and stuff. The Rabbitohs and the Roosters, maybe. We need Matty Lee for this sort of stuff. Yeah, Yeah, well, Declan Declan's Declan's great uncles are an immortal of the Roosters. Like an immortal of the NRL. Mm. Fuck, that's huge. And he's a rooster. There's and not I that f- many immortals. No, nah, and I think he was playing in the like the fifties or what's like his name? Something brown. 
Dylan Brown playing for Eels. He, we've looked at, we've done this we've looked this up on a previous podcast. They okay. said he's the Bradman of rugby league. Really? That's a huge call. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, I don't even yeah. know what that means. He scored, <laughs> he scored the most runs. <laughs> but yeah, the Dolphins are looking like uh, they, they go and play Newcastle, who, who are heavily depleted this week in Newcastle. Mm. And um, they're looking like uh, probably making it three in a row. So I think if they can go three in a row, that'd be huge. So that's a, that's a good game to watch. What if, was our certainty? Oh. We haven't we haven't picked it yet. No, nah, last week, Panther. Uh, no, it was no, Roosters. Uh, Roosters. Sorry. So what are we what are we sitting on um, with that? What have look, we compounded to at this I, point? I couldn't. I'll oh, give me a sec. I'll look it up. Yeah, while, you um, look you, it up. You because, get the matches yeah, up. Yeah, we week. started with a hundred and we've we've won the first two rounds. We're going to add your AFL tip in this week. Now, um, Mingo, I've got a question about this this betting thing, right? Yeah. Are you just putting the lot on the next one? Yep. So, yeah, so, so it only ends when we lose. Or yes. we get to like $1,000 and we might take 100 out. Take 500 then, out. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I just don't want to go till we lose because we will <laughs> maybe this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that <laughs> if we're going to lose this week, I reckon it's going to be on you. Same. <laughs> <laughs> but, Corbs, let's nut this out. So um, I, I've got who I think is my lock of the week for this um, – for this bet of ours. Um, and I'm I'm thinking the Brisbane Broncos against St. George at $1.28. Reese Walsh looked oh fucking incredible, finally in a good side after playing at the Warriors for a few years. The Broncos, the Broncos just look like they're putting it together. They've had we've had all these young guys developing over the last few years, and we've lacked um we've lacked the ability to like maintain intensity and stuff like that. And I just feel like they've put it all together. And the Dragons coming up to Suncorp. Broncos looking to go three in a row, probably go to the top of the table. I reckon they're going to fucking put a score on them, man. And, like, our back line just looks so dangerous. The forwards just look, like, unstoppable. Huge engines on, like, Carrigan and Haas. Like, you just, like, honestly, I think Broncos at $1.28, like, I think that's got to be ours. But what were you thinking? Look, I was, I, I was, that was actually, that was my first pick originally. Then I've been... Had my heart broken with St. George. I feel like it's almost like one of our bogey teams. But um, I actually can't find a better lock than that. What were you thinking besides that? I was going to go... The Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys are playing the Warriors. Warriors at home. Yeah. After a disappointing loss last week. I th- I would I would probably have that in as my second, but Cowboys are missing drink water, right? Yeah, drinky, yeah. Which is not like going to stop them from beating the Warriors, but I just I just feel like we're better off going with the Broncos, who just I think they're more I, supporting it as well from us, you know. Yeah, I think the Broncos just sort of, they've they've just they've just pumped the Cowboys. Let's and St George St George is heavy spoon contenders. Let's do it. That's um that's the lock then. That's well that's the, that's the NRL leg. We've got to we've got to flick over to Dano. Did sure. you have anything else you wanted to talk about in NRL? I just want to quickly go through our tips for it. Game by game. Real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, All right. right. Manly, Para, who you got? Oh, Manly for sure. I've got Manly as well. Para, yeah. we're going to go three, uh, zero and three, I reckon. Yeah. Manly looked good in their first game, coming off a week off, which kind of shit actually. But yeah, I reckon Manly for sure. Next one, Newcastle Dolphins. It's easy. Newcastle, yeah, look, 10 players I, out. I, 10. I know, I know there's 10 players out and everybody's been talking about it. But w- when I look at it, um, 
it's really just their forward pack and Kalen Ponga, which is bad. Oh yeah, your forwards. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not as I'm not as sold on that. The Dolphins being a certainty as say I am on as the Broncos or who, the Cowboys. Oh no, but not not a lock. But who, who you? Because because do you know why? Because the Dolphins also lose Jeremy Marshall King, and he has been a massive part of their of their side. Like in these first two wins, is is a really key position, and I think like they're gonna that's gonna hurt them a bit losing that. Like they should beat that Newcastle side with all those outs. Isn't Tyson Brazil Newcastle out as well? at home? Is Frizzella? Yeah, yeah. Oh mate, I'm 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 probably gonna load the Dolphins. Yeah. I'm going Dolphins. I think Dolphins too. Next one, Roosters, Rabbitohs. I've gone Rabbitohs. I think Roosters will lift for this. Roosters were shit last week, shit in the first week. That's going to be a great game to watch though. That'll be a cracker. Titans, Storm. This is fucking interesting. Yeah, this is a tough one because that Our Storm... shit is Wishart. Yeah. That, they get... Yeah. Is there something wrong with the Storm? Everyone's been bagging them. Well, they're just... Their, their back line is fucking so B-grade. Because um, Munster, when he but, did that dislocation. But yeah. they had Munster out, Coates out, Olam out. They had, uh, who was the other winger that they were... The, the, the team they fielded last week in the back line was terrible. And they got pumped by the Bulldogs. Do, do they have a few players back this week, Bart? Uh, Nelson, Asafa Solomon is out. Out for six weeks. Minimum. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did get... A, they got Olam back this week. Um, he's coming off a broken arm. They got... Uh, That's huge for him. Xavier Coates back. It is huge for them. I just think Titans at home could... Um, Possibly win, and oh, they got they got um Kamakahika back as well, which and yeah. Tarek Sims yeah. in the forward. So that, that is huge for their forward pack. Yeah, I'm gonna go it's Storm tough. just because I I think the Storm will just outclass the Titans. Like they really should coming off that loss. I want to go Titans, but I'm gonna go Storm. Um, next Cowboys Warriors. I'm just going Cowboys at home. Yeah, Cowboys don't waste Broncos, any time on we've it. We've already spoke about that. Next one is Bulldogs West Tigers. I'm going the Bulldogs. Full of confidence. Bulldogs West Tigers looks. So Shit. Tigers look hor- like weirdly shit considering the buys that they bought. Number one spoons, maybe. I don't know. I think the spooners I think the the true spooners haven't really showed their showed their head yet, you know. <laughs> the head of the spoon. <laughs> and the last one, I actually found this really tough, is Raiders Sharks. I'm I've gone sharks, but Raiders are back home for the first time. Yep. And so they've been obviously had the first two on the road. Coming road. off two losses, yeah. And and they're pretty like they weren't yeah, that last one they lost in the second half, obviously. Mm. But and sharks have been doing pretty well without Nico. Do you know if Nico's back? Nah, he's not back this yeah. week. I don't think, but I think he's back next week. Yeah, that's but, a tough one. Geez, they've done well without Nico last week. Yeah, I know. No one picked that against the Eels it's at tough. the Eels home. I, I mean, something's telling me go Raiders, but geez, it's hard to go against the Sharks. I've got to go Sharks. Anyways, that's it. But we'll move on to this AFL. Dano, this is what we've been I'm waiting actually just for. looking at the wooden spoon. Odds, North Melbourne and Hawthorne are joint favourites. Now, what's weird about that is North Melbourne are favourites to win this week. Makes no sense to me. Because it's, um, is it first game for a new coach syndrome? West Coast? As well? Possibly could be first game new coach syndrome. It's the Clarkson, it's the Clarkson syndrome, Minga. Mm. Best coach of all time. So he's, is he with North now? He's with North. That is awesome. Wasn't everyone trying to get him at yeah. one stage? Yeah. Now, West Coast are paying $2 to win and North paying $1.83. That is... West Coast to win it for 2 bucks is good value. What, what kind of field are West Coast... What kind of team are West Coast fielding? Teams aren't out, which kind of sucks about 
doing a podcast. But have they lost players? Like, what's the deal there? There's not that much wrong with them. I think it's crazy odds. Uh, honestly, if the odds were different, I'd probably nearly make that my certainty of the week. But it's just putting me off a little bit. That's it's, not going in. It's no, no, that's not going. <laughs> yeah, that is not going in. <laughs> that would be <laughs> that would be courageous. I'd I'd block it. No, nah, that's nah, right. <laughs> well, you know what the most uh, odd, odds wise, the biggest certainty is Geelong to beat Collingwood, which I find crazy. No, no way. Nah, odds wise, that's the one. That's yeah, see, I'd tip I'd tip Collingwood if I was going to tip anyone in that. I think Collingwood a big sniff as well, Minga. So who's who's the certainty, even if it's what are you different odds? I like Sydney to beat the Gold Coast. Yeah. Is that in Sydney? No, it's here. That's tough as well. Which makes it tough. But a Gold Coast shit? They went all right they're last okay. year. They're okay. They're okay. Sydney are pretty good. Then you've got GWS to beat Adelaide in Sydney. It's probably not a bad one as well. But Adelaide aren't that bad either. So it's a fucking very hard week. Because there's just a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of uncertainty. It's almost like they've made round one, which they could have very well done, matched pretty even teams. They often, like, they, they pull this fixture out of their ass. It's something they probably would do. So it is fucking, it's a very hard week, boys. Should we wait for team list for your certainty to put it out on the socials? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? I'm S- thinking. Sydney? Sydney's probably the one I'm going. Swans? Leaning hardest towards is Sydney. I kind of trust them. Um, Do you think they would have gotten better since last year? Yeah, I think they would have. They were young. Buddy playing? Don't know. I think Buddy will be playing. He played the last practice match. I'd say he'll be playing. Yeah, it's a hard one. And what would be your second pick? GWS. GWS to beat Adelaide. But how bad were Adelaide last year? They were... Didn't they start and have a pretty good mids? And how good would G- GWS weren't that good though, were they? It's a hard week. Melbourne are the next big favourites, but they're to beat the Bulldogs, who are who are fucking pretty good as well. What's the odds on that? A dollar fifty nine Melbourne, yeah. two dollars thirty six Bulldogs. And Melbourne are playing um, Grundy and Gorn. Melbourne are good. Yeah, Melbourne, Melbourne and Geelong are the two standouts for me for the flag. You don't think Melbourne are going to come out and make a bit of a statement? I think they are. I also think Collingwood are against Geelong. I'm pretty keen to see this Grundy and Gorn combo because that sounds... F- I, I can't remember a ruck nah, combo never, like that. It's never happened when you got like two A-graders in the one team. Yeah. It's a bizarre pickup by Melbourne, uh, it's, especially with Grundy because he's he's not a ruckman that goes forward and kicks goals, really. like He's pretty a one-dimensional ruckman who runs around and plays on the ball. Gorn's heaps more versatile, so I think they're going to have Grundy. I would assume they have Grundy in the ruck, maybe 60%, 70% to Gorn. Gorn will probably float forward and back. He can kick goals. Don't you think they're going to dominate the dominate the ruck so much in that and then it's just going to set up? Because they've got good like rovers and middles too, don't they? Yeah, they're going to be so good, Melbourne. Jeez, I really like that, man. For a certainty, over the I just reckon rolls. that fucking that that just sounds like fuck, man. They're going to be hard to stop. They are going to be hard to stop. The dogs are good though, Minga. But the dogs weren't that good last year, were they? No, they had a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a hangover last year. But they are good. Yeah. I, honestly, if if they were playing, 
Let's let's keep them in there just in case. So what we're gonna we're gonna sit on this? We've got three pending. Oh. We've got Sydney, Melbourne. What and, do you need to see? And Jet, maybe some just some teams. I've got none of them. Uh-huh. Surely that's to, but when's the team list come so, out? So so they've got the team list just have just come out they start, for tomorrow night. They start game. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So they should all be out. Fuck, I think they can they can put a team out 24 hours before the game, which is shit. It's bad for the punter. It's bad. It's bad for anybody that wants to listen and it's follow a, along it's a to thing, us. It's a thing they want to change. But, so we'll have to wait then for you, for these teams to do come we go, out. Do we go the, Melbourne? Do we ride the Gundy Graun well, train? Well, it's up to you. I, re- I feel like I, I'd pick that, I reckon. I don't know what we're talking about, like, too much, so I kind of like it. Oh, when I think about it, I really like it too. Let's do it. They've got a really good midfield. Petrarca, Clayton Oliver, both could win the Brownlow. Yeah, I, I reckon, yeah, I reckon they're going to, I reckon they're going to, yeah, let's do it. Let's throw Melbourne in there. What's that add up to? Oh, it's going to be good. Melbourne and Brisbane. <laughs> it's actually good. It's a bit of pressure. Because did you find how to- much we were up to? Nah, I, I've got to search dates. Oh, here, that, so that's all right. We had um, we had a hundred and forty. Yeah, and we put it on the roosters on. at a dollar twenty-five. Yeah, so we've probably got I just Sydney. Sydney to beat the Gold Coast is. I like Sydney. Are good. Yeah, Sydney should beat them. They really should. Gold Coast. I just look at Gold Coast and I think they're just the worst. They're just very mediocre. Yeah, we're Sydney at. Oh, we're on a hundred. We're Sydney. on hundred and seventy-five. What are you, what are, what are you, what are you going, Dano? This is gonna be a this is gonna be a double the stake as well because because we're doubling it up. Yeah. It's a minimum two bucks. Do you go Melbourne? Or do you go Sydney? I think we go Sydney. Oh shit! <laughs> All right, we'll leave that. We'll get. <laughs> there's too much indecision there. I don't like it's it. It's gonna be one of them. We'll post it tomorrow. Well, as soon as the team lists are out, yeah, we'll post it tomorrow. We might even two. we might even leave it out completely. I don't like this indecision coming from that side of the room over there. I've had, <laughs> I've been bad lately. I've been bad. Should we wait till next week? <laughs> I don't know. He's scaring me. Is he scaring you? <laughs> I'm always a bit scared. So I'm really scared. All right. So UFC this weekend, very interesting card. Um, We've got the rematch between Leon Edwards and Kamara Usman. Now, this one's in London, England. So, Edwards is on home territory. Um, I'm sure everybody remembers that head, that final few seconds head kick knockout. Headshot dead. Um, one of the greatest post-fight interviews of all time, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> one of the greatest finishes to a title fight of all time. Um, yeah. Uh, this is this is an interesting one that with that main fight, and we'll get to that. Um, I'm not a big fan of the immediate rematch when a champion gets fucking cleaned up like that. Like I, I don't know if they should get it. Like I get that he's held the title for a little bit, but it just seems to be, have become a thing where if you're the champion and you lose, you get an immediate rematch. But I feel like if your head gets kicked off. You shouldn't get an immediate rematch. Like, you should have to, like, let the guy... I, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's just become a thing where the champion almost gets, like, a like a second a second chance. 
I, I don't think, think they I think should. he deserves one out of like all the champions, and especially how that fight went. And then that's just saying that like all of them do. I I don't know. Yeah, you could say that. How yeah, but if Leon went. Edwards loses his next, if he beats Usman and then loses his next fight, he probably doesn't. Yeah, but I I would I disagree and say that the because of the way that fight went, I actually think he deserves it less lookout. because yeah, he got completely finished. It's like, I, I don't know. I just think it's unfair to the guy that like that does that because they get that moment, they get the belt, then they've got to fight the same guy when they just did everything they needed to do. You know what I mean? Like they could have a second title defense against someone else. It's just like giving the, it's just an advantage to the champion all the time if you keep just giving them immediate rematch, rematches. Yeah. I, I wanted Leon to have like a big money fight for him to like fight. You know, there's always that beef between him and Masvidal. Yeah, that would have so, been good. Th- that's what I mean. Like, I don't know Masvidal would have... Masvidal's, like, crying out for it, I think. But, um, like, I just think that would have been good because I think Leon would have beaten Masvidal and Leon would have had a big money fight, so he would have got... You know what I mean? Like, I guess in the welterweight division, though, you've got to give... You'd have to give it to, like, Colby, Cumshot. Um, fucking who, that, who that else would, been... would you... Like, Gilbert Burns is up there, but he's probably... I mean, he's getting close to having another one. There's, there's, I mean, there's guys there you could give it to. I think Gilbert Burns is um, getting better. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it's... Um, and, like, obviously, Shavkat is coming into that mix. He should be right in that mix now. Um, but, yeah, anyway, I don't know. We'll get to that fight, but let's just roll through this main card. Uh, a lot of Englishmen, a lot of Europeans on this... Um, as we've said before, when they have these cards in um, other countries that aren't America, a lot of the local um, fighters seem to go pretty well. They get a lot of favourable matchups. So there's a lot on the undercard that are those sort of matchups. And yeah, I mean, if you're going to be trying to string together some multis, there's some ones in there that you could probably put together. But it's it's always good to watch these because there's usually some good performances from some of the local guys. Um, it's a lot of like coming out parties and stuff like that. Um, we'll start with the first fight in the main card, though. Um, Marvin Vittore versus Roman Dolodizzi. I'm not sure how to say it. He's a Georgian guy. Uh, Marvin Vittore is an Italian guy. Now, Marvin Vittore, um, yeah, a definite wanker. Yeah. Oh, it's bit solidified the wanker when he um, did the, hand, the fake handshake to Rob. Yeah, he's been a wanker for a long time. But, but that really solidified the wanker, didn't it? Yeah. And he wears it. And he ta- he just talks so much shit. Like, after he versed Izzy, he's like, that second time, he's like, oh, surprised with the decision. I thought I won the fight. You're like, mate, are you serious? He's he, he's absolutely awful. So, And now, he's he's even, like, I even think he's awful to watch. Like, I don't like his so do fighting I. style. Um, it's, like, boring. It's pretty boring. It's like a, it's an MMA, like, points fighting style. Like, it's not a... It's not like a striking points fighting style. It's like he'll just he mixes stuff up. He doesn't hit with power. He doesn't take people down and try to finish them. He just like it's all about just like control and like winning rounds and stuff like that. Very very boring, which just adds to his wank wankerish um, behavior. But if you look at his recent fights, he's got that loss to Robert Whitaker, which was a decision. Whitaker pumped him. Um, he won against Paulo Costa, which wasn't a bad fight. Then he's got the loss to Israel Adesanya. So those, they're all uh, pretty top of the division guys. Yeah. They've all gone to decision. So he is hard to finish. Um, a bit of a rockhead on him, the orc. Bit of a rockhead. Just doesn't really get hit that cleanly. He's got good cardio and he moves around a lot. Now, 
Roman is uh, the new guy on the scene. Um, his last three fights, he's beat some pretty good competition too, and he's finished all those fights. So he beat Kyle Doukas, um, KO, um, and then he beat Phil Hawes, um, KO, and Phil Hawes is big, powerful dude. And then he beat Jack Manson <laughs> with a, with a, with a KO as well, but he was doing like... His grappling looked pretty crazy in that fight, and Hermanson's known for his grappling. I was so impressed with him when I saw that fight against Hermanson. I yeah, I kind of thought, wow, this guy is going to be some serious trouble. Um, he's just super strong. Like his grappling seems like really underrated because nobody was really talking about it, but he looked like elite in that fight against Hermanson. Um, part of me wants him to win this fight because I hate Vittori. But I also think he's just a bit of a killer. And I, I reckon you might see Vittorio get f- finished for the first time in this fight. Um, so, yeah, for me, uh, I think I'm going to go Delize probably by... Um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm t- it's hard for me to choose because I saw some serious talent in his grappling. And I'm kind of want to go submission, but I've gone so many submissions recently, and they've come off, which is which is weird because submissions I reckon are the hardest ones to get. Definitely. And um, I don't know. I just I I just think he finishes him like pro- probably knockout, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a submission. It's crazy. Yeah, but that's a like it's you know I'm I'm not that confident on it, but I I think you I think you'll see Roman come out and impress a lot of people in this fight. So my, my bet for that was going to be will the fight go the distance? It was going to be yes. Because only three rounds, Vittori's never been finished. Like that other guy's hasn't um, Delidzki hasn't been out of Delidzi. Sorry, hasn't been out of out of the what the second round in a fair few fights because he's knocking people clean out. But I actually have much as much on him really, you know. So he's, I, I, I was he's really I, good. I was um, exactly what you said. Just because I don't like Marvin, I'm I'm actually going Roman just to win at three dollars twenty seven. But but I, I do I do like the will the fight go the distance, but. Yeah, I'm just I think him to win three dollars twenty seven. Fight going the distance is probably a smart bet, but I mean, Delizze to win at three twenty seven, like that's. I'm just going to go that. Same. There's no point even going for a, a uh, what is it? I'd like the, honestly, those odds are fucking dumb. Like for Vittori to be a dollar thirty four and Delizze to be over three dollars is fucking stupid. Because of the prior opponents, you reckon? Yeah, Must it's be. because of the level he's been fighting at. Must be yeah, but it's just it's just wrong. Yeah, like it just shouldn't be that. So whenever you see something like that in in MMA, you gotta you gotta go the guy that's over the odds. Just like John Jones submission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus hey, Christ! Fucking hell. Oh, Wasn't that fucking absolute? Anybody that's been following this would probably think that we're some sort of fucking I don't know or, yeah. oracles. MMA oracle. <laughs> that's that's up there with the Derby winner that Feedy picked. Yeah, I mean, or, uh, Oracle picked. We were so conf- like we were so confident on it too, though, right? Like there wasn't like a lot of umming and ahhing about the John Jones submission tip. It was like eight dollars, <laughs> eight dollars. <laughs> what about this next fight, Mingo? Hang on, Dano. What do you like in the? Uh, I was, was going to go Vittori points. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You go Vittori points. Good mix up. Uh, yeah. Next fight, we've got. Um, Jennifer Meyer and Casey O'Neill. Now, Jennifer Meyer fought, um, she's a Brazilian, and she fought um, Valentina uh, a while ago now, and uh, that was for the title. 
And she actually put up a, a good fight. It went the distance. Um, I have no idea who Casey O'Neill is. I've never seen her fight. She seems to be on a bit of a fighting win streak. She's from Scotland. Uh, she's fighting out of Queensland, Australia. Oh, I am <laughs> going Casey O'Neill. <laughs> well, she's, she's the favourite. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, she is. She is. So, yeah. I'm going I don't on. know, but hang on. Corbs, what's the, what's the odds on this? Uh, so, Casey O'Neill, we got $1.54. Jennifer Meyer is $2.50. Mm. So, there'll be a lot of Scots in the crowd. Casey, she's fought, last fight was Roxanne Modafferi, punching bag. Um, she went to a decision and won. And, and then the fight before that, she fought Antonina Shevchenko, which is Valentina's sister. And she finished her with ground and pound. And then the rest of it, it's just a lot of low-level chicks you haven't heard of. So probably hasn't um, been fighting at the same level. So this is a step up for her. But I mean, I don't know. I, you got to go. You got to go. The Queenslander. Queenslander. You gotta, she's don't got to. Got we oh. won't waste too much time on it she's because she's got the no quit. Her. Yeah. Who knows? I'd love if she was an underdog more. It just fits the Queensland thing more. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think she's got, what, 50, in the UFC, she's got two KOs, one submission, one decision. I don't think she's going to submit um, Maya. Maya's got good jiu-jitsu. I think the safest option here would just to be to go Casey by decision because a lot of these girls' fights end up going the distance. This is three rounds, so I'm going to go Casey by decision. If you have to go anywhere near it, I wouldn't suggest going anywhere near it, though, to be honest. Touch it with a long stick. Yeah, I've got no idea. <laughs> yep, that's fair enough. <laughs> Moving on to the next one. Gunnar. Now, Gunnar, Nan- Gunnar Nelson, the man from Iceland. Uh, this is a welterweight fight. He's fighting Brian Barberina. Um, Gunnar's been around for a while. Good jiu-jitsu. Got a bit of like a karate-style striking. Trained with Conor McGregor a lot. So similar sort of style to that. Um, definitely not as deadly on the feet. Um, people have had a bit of an opinion of Gunnar for years. I've I've seen him do well and I've seen him completely shit the bed. He's like really inconsistent. And I think when he starts to fight like high-level guys, he really comes unstuck. Um, Brian Barberina's just kind of teetering on the edge of like being I don't know up into the up into the top of towards the top of those rankings he's not ranked very high um he's fought his last few fights have been um some pretty good guys he fought Rafael dos Senos and he lost um to a rear naked choke he actually put it in round two he actually put up a pretty good fight until that point but dos Senos is like top of the heap and he was just outclassed a bit before that was Robbie Lawler, and he knocked Lawler out in round two. And before that was Matt Brown, and he won a split decision. He was pretty rubbish in that Lawler fight, from memory. Weren't they just both just swinging from the ass? Yeah, maybe, but they can like Lawler can get into a bit of a scrap like that. I just think Barberina is pretty tough, um, and I and I think I, I think looking at that last fight of his against Los Angeles, that he's actually getting better. Um, and what what did you say the odds were on this again? Oh man, Gunner is a dollar twenty-four. Yeah, I Barbara think that's is short. Four dollars ten. Yeah, I reckon Gunner's short. I reckon for sure. I, I'd I'd go Barbarina. I'd just go him outright. That like once again, like that's just that's just odds that are 
too far apart, like way, way further apart than they should be. So I'd go Barbarina just for the sake of it. Like it's, I wouldn't be confident on either one, but I mean, I, I wouldn't go past Barbarina at $4 for sure. What do you reckon? Oh, I'd I'd go really... Nelson submission. Are you? Yep. I just reckon maybe will the fight go the distance? No. I just reckon this fight's not going the distance. You got odds on that? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the submission pain? I don't know. Can't uh, you can't can even check? get that up. No, nah. because nah. all these early ones you can't get um, things up for until Gaethje. Oh, is it too far out, is it? Yeah, it's too far. But Ga- oh, Gaethje and um, and Leon and Usman, you can get them out for, you know? Yeah, I, look, I wouldn't be surprised if Gunnar won. Does he submit him? I don't know. I think Barberine is too tough to get finished in this, to be honest. I just don't I don't see that happening. Is Barberine? No, no. I'm thinking the wrong guy. The one with the beard? He's got a beard, yeah. So did he lose to... Um, Oh, DeSantos got him out pretty quick, didn't he? Second round. Yeah, Barberine is the wrestling coach for a couple of people, isn't he? Uh, is he a wrestling I think coach he's or jiu-jitsu? A, I think he's at like Team Quest or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Barberina as well. This next one so, I'm pumped as for. I'm pumped, more pumped for this fight than the main fight, for sure. I just want to know if it's five rounds, Con. Do you know that? Do you co-main you know? event? It's no, co- it's three. It's damn it. Yeah, Justin Gagey versus Rafael Fazeev. Yeah, so this is this is sick. This is this is a fucking good fight. You only want to see Gagey in three rounders, actually, because then he leaves it all. Yeah. Now, what do you think about this, Corbs? Just quickly, anyone like uh, most people probably know who Justin Gagey is. People probably don't know Rafael Fazeev, so they should. They definitely should. Yeah. <laughs> he's a fucking weapon. Yeah. So he's from Kyrgyzstan. I don't know how you say that properly. Yeah, I can't. Kyrgyzstan. It's the same place as Valentina Shevchenko. Oh. So, um, I think he... So, yeah. He went to college uh, at the Kyrgyzstan Police Academy. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's a cop. He's a psycho, I reckon. Psycho cop. <laughs> I reckon if you're going in the police force in those countries, you're pretty much like in the military, right? Oh, probably worse off. But anyway, he seems like a legend. He, uh, if anybody knows Brad Riddell, he was Brad Riddell's um, training partner. Brad Riddell is actually a coach at Tiger Muay Thai in Thailand. Were they training partners? Yeah, training they, partners for for a that long fight time. They put on was epic well, as well. Yeah, because so Brad used to coach at Tiger Muay Thai, um, and then Fazeev has taken over Brad's position there as the coach since Brad moved back to New Zealand. So they were good mates, and then they had that epic fight. Um, what was that? What, a f- uh, the fight before. Fazeev beat Dos Anjos, who we just spoke about, who beat Barbarina. Um, so he knocked him out with a left hook in the fifth round. Yeah. And then the Brad Riddell fight, he knocked out Brad in round three with a fucking crazy wheel kick. Now, if you haven't seen any Fazeev, he's guy that's known for this is something nobody else does it's like a matrix um move where he goes to dodge like kicks he just like bends over backwards like neo does when he's getting shot at the bullets like 90 degrees too yeah and it's one of the fucking craziest things you'll ever see and he Especially does it for a bloke he does it build. he's like a nugget he does it all the time <laughs> 
It's like I think I think for me he's one of the best strikers in the UFC, if not the best, to be honest. And I've been pretty high on him um, since he's got in here, but his wrestling's not bad. But it's probably I just think he probably struggles with um, someone like Islam, who he might end up fighting if he wins this fight. But I wouldn't be surprised if you know. The thing is, after seeing Volk um, do that to Islam. I just wonder if like someone else can do it, but I don't know. Like maybe Volks there's not fucking freak. Yeah, there's not a lot of Volks out there. I think Gagey's probably past his prime, and I think that Gagey's gonna make the gonna want to. You know, Gagey doesn't do anything but like brawl pretty much. He's become a bit more calculated, but he doesn't wrestle. So I feel like if he's gonna stand there with Fazeev, he's eventually gonna get knocked out. Fazeev's just way too quick, like way too accurate. You know, Gagey can sit there and take all those shots off guys if they're not landing, like, flush on his jaw. And Fazeev is going to definitely land flush on his jaw if he wants to brawl with him. So I reckon Fazeev, what's he paying? The odds are pretty crazy. Do you want to buy knockout? Uh, yeah, I reckon knockout. Him by knockout is $2.45. Yeah, what's he paying just to win? $1.39. Yeah, it's not much. You might as well. I'd go knockout for sure. I reckon he'll catch him. Fazeev's a freak. If this is your first time, like, kind of seeing him, yeah. I absolutely love Justin Gaethje as well, but what's he paying for the knockout? Because he's paying, like, $3 something for the win. Um, Justin Gaethje for the knockout? Yeah. $4.40. Yeah, the, po- the points are the bigger bets in this. They reckon it doesn't go the distance. What's it What's it to go the distance, paying? $2.53. That's my bet. It could. That's not bad. I reckon it goes the distance. I, I, yeah, Gaethje is, I, I agree with you. I think he's slightly probably past his prime. Like that one with Charles hard to gauge, obviously, because he got choked So has he lost his last two to Chandler and, um, no, he beat Chandler. He beat Chandler. He beat Chandler. Beat Chandler. Then, and that was fucking epic, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. That was such an epic fight. So you reckon the fight goes the distance? I think, I think the fight's going to go the distance only because, yeah, I think if it goes any longer than three rounds, he gets, he'll probably get knocked out because he'll gas. Well, I've got a favourites for all of them, so I'll go Gaethje knockout for this one. Gaethje knockout, all right. He'll just swing from his ass, and That's a good spread. Yeah. Good spread. I, think, I, I actually love Gaethje's striking. Um, I feel like he does exactly... Like he gets hit a fair bit, but some of his strike are just... Love his counter uppercuts and stuff. Yeah, he'll take a hit to throw a counter uppercut and all that. Like that's what he did to Chandler. He waited. For, not, he waited yeah. for Chandler's bombs, and it, he'd practiced it constant times and threw uppercuts. And one of them threw Chandler back onto his ass. Yeah, nothing wrong with Gagey striking. I just yeah, he gets hit a bit. I don't think, I don't think he's anywhere near for Fazeev's level. But moving on to the main event, so Leon Edwards having to de- immediately defend his title against the guy he just knocked out. So, you seem to think Usman does it easy? I just remember after the other fight thinking it was the most I've ever seen someone not look like winning win. And it was like one moment there where he fucked up. And you I reckon just, that was the most you've ever seen someone not look like winning a oh, fight? Probably in a big fight, yeah. In a title. When he's in I think team. he won the first round. Where he yeah, got but up, how, many, got how, often does, how often is it that one side and then someone pulls it out in a, in a title fight? Yeah. I reckon it's pretty rare. 
Oh yeah, like a finishing him in the last few seconds. Yeah, no. But I thought not, Leon not, did not it. I thought Leon looked pretty good early. I think he just like kind of did. He took him down a couple of times in the first round. Didn't Leon he? took him down. Yeah, yeah. But then he got bashed for the rest. Yeah, yeah. I just remember thinking if if they fight again, Usman will win, and I sort of still think that. I don't know. Like I, I wouldn't confidently go either way, but I'm going to go with Leon. I just think he knows he can beat him now. I think if he comes out there a bit looser, I think he can catch him again. Like, Us- Usman's not invincible. He, you know, he even showed it in, in other fights. Like no, he, We were saying before that fight that he was vulnerable and susceptible to getting caught. Because he got rocked by Colby in both fights. And he does that thing where he Gilbert puts his burns. head forward and like sort of swings and gets a bit lost. But, yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got, um, I, do, I, I found, yeah, found this bit a little bit difficult, but I've, def- I've got Usman as well. I've got Usman to win this one. I think he's gonna not fuck around as much as far as I think he's gonna try to wrestle a fair bit more. Which you know we did that from round two to four, oh well two to five almost. Like he started to like, but then Usman I feel like got too confident with his hands, and was actually quite good with his hands. But Leon wasn't firing back as much. Like Leon's confidence started to go down a bit. You know. That's why his coaches were screaming his, at him. How in the bad fifth his round. body language and stuff was. It was just fucked. His coaches screamed him in the fifth round, being like, you need to fucking knock him out. Yeah, he was getting tired because he'd been wrestled for fucking like three or four rounds. But um, I don't know. I just think England, I think Leon's got the title. Is I think he's gonna he's gonna know he can finish him. I think he's gonna come out and just not hold back on like trying to take him out early. Hopefully he does. He, I reckon cool. he finishes him in the first three rounds. You've seen um videos of Leon's um Training, like he was striking. He's a fucking He's a freak, yeah. Weapon. He's really good. Weapon elbows and stuff like. He's really good. It's just, you know, Usman can kind of like um, stifle people's attacks by just smothering them. Yeah, but I feel like his, his conditioning is so good as well. Usman. Yeah, when he fights, I feel like he wins fights because of his conditioning. He just outlasts people and goes never, harder. He's never sat down. He just goes harder a bit longer. And he could just go all out, smother, just f- fucking as hard as he can. I think he's going to go safer. Like, that's what I think he's going to do. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to go, like, try to smother him. And, and rely and, on his conditioning. And, and rely on point. I think he's going to try to make it more boring and not stand, try to stand with him too much, you know? I think but, he. I think he'll try and do that too. Yeah. I just feel like there could be something in the back of his mind that he's a bit worried because he's been, you know, cleaned up already by him. And I just think if, you know... Leon comes in a bit more confident. I reckon he might be able to catch him a bit earlier. I, but And another thing is just, I just don't think Usman, even though he's been dominant, I don't think he's been, he hasn't impressed me as much with guys like with that similar style as like, you know, Khabib or an Islam or anything like that. He's just more of like a smotherer, lay on top, kind of like throw punches that aren't doing like a whole lot of damage and I'm just kind of sick of that and, I, and I'd be really disappointed if he comes out here and does that again and gets it back and I yeah to, I would, I'm not confident about Colby versus Edwards, Edwards but one was excellent yeah I think I, I want Edwards to win so, so I'm going to go Edwards I want Edwards to win as well in England and I think I definitely think he can for sure I want another like sick camera moment as well because as you said before that was the best thing I've ever seen in UFC I yeah it'd be like, epic if he won in London yeah it'd sure. be really cool if he wins I'm going Edwards knockout. I'm going Usman points. I'm going Usman points as well. All right. Lovely. 
All right, we're going to call the Oracle. Let's do so, it. Thanks for listening. <laughs>